Property Talk on the Tyne. Investment tips, stories and exciting guests with your host, Tony Fares. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Property Talk on the Tyne. So today I'm probably going to go on a bit of a rant and I'm sure all you landlords will be with us on this one. So... I've been reading the news recently and the government have announced a pilot of their housing possession mediation scheme. So what is that I hear you say? So it's apparently a mediation service that can help letting agencies and landlords recover rent arrears without the lengthy waits for court evictions. Now, let's firstly start with where have the court evictions came from and the delay from those. It came from the government, so it's it's your fault in the first place. So you should be allowing landlords, Mr. Government, to kick out tenants who don't cooperate and who don't pay their rent. We cannot use a pandemic as an excuse to financially benefit from someone and there's plenty of tenants taking the piss. I can tell you that now. I can say it firsthand via my agency, and I can say it across other agencies who I just talk with on a regular basis. So the court proceedings are supposed to be put in place to stop bad landlords from kicking tenants out who, you know, rightly have a right to stay, people who've been looking after the property. But I'll tell you now, landlords do not kick good tenants out. I've never seen it happen yet, and I'm sure I'll never see it happen in the future. There may be exceptions to the rule, but you're talking one in a thousand properties that are let. Whereas Tenants who end up being taken to court, I can tell you, every single time we've ended up going to court to kick a tenant out, they've deserved it every single time. Now, don't get us wrong. You know, we have sympathy if people lose their jobs. You know, they split up with their partner. They hit some sort of, you know, hardship. We're more than happy to negotiate on the rent, you know, to negotiate a payment plan, to give them a, a little bit of a payment holiday, a bit breathing space to get back on their feet. But let us be clear, these people who get took to court take the piss and they know the system and they know it's weighted in the tenant's favour. Gone are the days where, you know, the landlord has all the say and all the power because that is just not happening. I'll tell you that now. So apparently this mediation service that they've launched by the Ministry of Housing, Communities and Local Government, it's a free arrears service and it aims to help the partners resolve disputes more quickly without the need for court action. So, the mediation can be requested by landlords or tenants, but it's at the review stage of that possession case. So, I think what they mean by that is, you still have to apply to court and pay the government money, but then we'll try and sort out the mess. Instead of giving the professionals in the business a little bit more responsibility and actually trusting us to do a professional job, because, you know, these tenants are our customers as much as the landlords, the government obviously want their piece. So, once a court, sorry, once a case has been referred, the society mediators aim to conduct a confidential mediation process remotely within ten days. Now, if you ask me, this is just one more delay between getting the tenant kicked out because you go into court. It doesn't matter what comes out of mediation. The tenants will blow smoke up the mediators arse, and they will not follow through with their promises. Because the estate agents have already rang them, they've sent them letters, we've been door knocking, we've reached out to guarantors, we've reached out to other family members in the house, 
We've exhausted every single avenue before we allow a landlord to commit financially to kick a tenant out because it is so expensive and it's a tricky legal process to begin with. So we're not getting that far without having had a massive period of mediation. Never mind 10 days. We've probably had a period of 10 weeks or 10 months, not 10 flipping days. So at the mediation appointment, the mediator will speak to each party separately to help them explore their options and reach an agreement. Now, what I want to know is what happens when these tenants breach this agreement? Because I can tell you now, it will be fuck all. So as you can probably tell, I'm a bit wound up about this because, you know, we've got some really lovely landlords and some of them are falling on hard times and only because their tenants are playing the system. These are guys who are claiming universal credit. They're getting the rent from the government and the government do not care if that's passed on. So while I'm on this, I'm going to tell you guys about something called a UC47. So it's a form that Universal Credit asks us as agents or landlords to fill in if a tenant hasn't been paying their rent for more than two calendar months. So they have to fall into two calendar months of arrears before we're allowed to fill this form in and send it off to them to request the payment come direct to the landlord as opposed to going to the tenant. What I want to know is why are the government allowing the tenant to have two months arrears as opposed to letting them start that after the first month of arrears. It's your bloody money, the government, and it's the landlord who's ending up having to cover the mortgage. And the tenants, more times than not, are just spending it. So move that forward. But can you please also revamp the universal credit system because it is shit. He's asked where to fill in a form. By the way, it's a paper form. I think we're now allowed to do it online, by the way, but it was originally a paper form. We were reliably told by somebody who works for the government that once we email that form in requesting direct payment, if you don't have a response within 48 hours, that email will just be unread. Okay, so landlords out there, what do you think would happen if you chose to ignore, for example, your council tax? Do you think they would just say, look, send it off again? send another bill out in the post and I'll pay the council tax. Don't worry about it. No, you'd get fined. So why is it okay for the government to put a system in place where they're paying tenants and the tenants are spending the money and the landlords have no comebacks and the agents can't control this process because we are the professionals. So that system's flawed and this is just another bottleneck to stop we're getting to the point where we can get that tenant kicked out because they know that it's going to contribute towards the homelessness problem in this country, which, again, those dickheads at shelter, they aren't helping with homelessness. I can tell you that now. If you want examples of shelter and how they operate, you know, they're a tenant's right organisation. They're not a homeless charity. I can promise you that. So let's take a look further at what they've said in regards to this mediation because we should have a right laugh this morning, guys. So if they're unsuccessful... With the mediation, so this is after 10 days, remember, so we've probably wasted another two weeks in rent, the case will continue to a substantive face-to-face court hearing. So they're going to take this to court. Now, what I want to know is when these tenants break the mediation, is that going to go in my favour and is that going to allow us to speed up eviction? Because I know for a fact it won't. All it's going to do is mean we face another two weeks of rent arrears. And there's no penalties should they break the mediation agreement. So if the mediation succeeds, though, I'm interested in that. You know, if someone else can 
Noctrum sends into these tenants, I'm more than happy to take it and take whatever advice they get. So an agreement will be signed which explains what actions each party must take next and brought before a judge for approval. If the agreement is broken by either party, the other party can apply for the court to enforce it. But this is the thing. How long does it take you to get to court if they don't do the mediation? Now, because I can tell you now, I'll be going into those mediations with no plans to negotiate because they'll have broke so many promises previously. They'll have exhausted all our options and all the payment plans, the rent holidays, offers of a reduced rent, offers of relocating them. I don't think any mediator is going to be to solve that problem because by that point, the tenants have buried their head in the sand and they're not going to go on. So I think it's a bit of a flawed system. And to be honest with you, I can't see it working. Um, good luck to the government for trying, but they need to put some more power back in the landlords and the agents' hands. Stop bowing down to the tenants because the government have made this mess by selling off all the council stock. And they're causing a massive rent arrears issue across multiple landlords' portfolios. And these people are doing a real job for society. We're housing people. We're keeping people off the streets. We're helping people get their first home. We're helping people raise families. You know, we're not just profiting from someone else's need for housing. But it seems like this mediation process will do exactly that in my eyes. So as you can probably tell, this is something that's very passionate to me. Um, I do believe if a tenant rents a property, they should pay that flipping rent uh, and they should look after that house because we're giving someone an asset worth eighty, hundred thousand pounds, whatever it may be, and we're only asking for four, five, six hundred pounds in return. I don't think that's a lot of ask to ask. Um, you know, and we're prepared to help tenants, we're prepared to help them decorate, we're prepared to, you know, replace things if they break. But I just feel like tenants can just go into properties at the moment, do what they want, because even if they fall into a rehab and you go via the court proceedings and, you know, you manage to get a possession order and get them kicked out, then, you know, chances are you're not going to get that rent rehab and you're not going to get the court costs. So because these guys don't own any assets, so what are you supposed to do? And the other part of that is if a tenant will want to give up a property and they've already moved out and moved on, why should we have to go through the court proceedings to get a possession order if they've already surrendered the property and vacated you know, if a property sitting empty for a month, two months, there should be something that expressly allows us to change the locks and move on instead of having to wait a ridiculous amount of time to get to court, to get a possession order where a tenant has no chance of ever going back. So if anybody else has any issues with rent arrears, feel free to reach out. We're more than happy to try to offer some advice, free of charge, obviously, um, because I just feel like us landlords sometimes have the mick taken out of us. So... Apologies if I went on a bit of a rant this morning, but you can probably tell I've either, one, got up on the wrong side of bed, or two, this news is probably a load of horse manure. Um, but if you've got any other questions, anything else you want to know about the rent arrears or the court possession proceedings route, then just reach out and give us a shout. Uh, more than happy to answer any questions. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Property Talk on the Tyne. Investment tips, stories and exciting guests with your host, Tony Fares.